The Produce Guys, Dan and Guido, up next. Yeah, it's far out. Man. What do you want from life? I think it's a turnip. Get down, cabbage green. Would you like some zucchini? Vegetables are very good for you. Mom was right. Eating veggies keeps us healthy. Apples, peaches, bananas, and pears. Your produce alone has been worth the trip. Live from the San Francisco Bay. It's the Produce Pair, your food show on the enjoyment of fresh fruits and vegetables. What's in season? What's fresh? At the store, at the farmer's market, in your backyard, and on your table. Speaking of fresh, here's your host, America's natural grocer, Dan the Produce Man and Guido the Gardener. Well, hello everyone and welcome to the Produce Pair on this fine, fine, lovely day in April. I'm Dan the Produce Man along with... Guido the Gardener. And today we have the Lady of the Purple Kiwi. Now, everybody's already guessed that, right? Karen Kaplan from Frida's Specialty Produce joins us today. Karen, welcome back to the Produce Pair. I know. Dan and Guido, it's been uh, quite a few years, I think. We've seen each other because we we bumped into each other at a produce show or two here in Pleasanton. But on the air, it's been a while. Yes. Well, happy to be here. Well, good deal. Yeah, fantastic. Now, Karen, a lot of things are going on right now. And one of the big things here is the book, Try It, How Frida Kaplan Changed the Way We Eat. And this book you have just put out is awesome. It's about your mom. And I have a little story about her after. But, um... Tell us about it. Do you want me to tell you? <laughs> yes, tell us Try about the Sorry. book. <laughs> sometimes, you... sometimes you're better off just saying it. You know. I know. I'm laughing. Okay, I'm going. Okay, who's running this show? Okay, so um, we already said you are. You are. I know. You are, you're our guest. So, um, you know, it's April 2021 right now, and about 15 months ago, my mom, Frida, um, who founded our company, passed away at the age of 96. She was amazing. She was talking about work and up until about a week or before week before she passed away. So, unbeknownst to my mom, about three years ago, a children's book author by the name of Mara Rockliffe contacted me and said, I found out about your mom, you know, through a variety of ways, and I would like to write a children's book about your mom. And I'm like, okay, that sounds fantastic, but I'm not going to tell my mom because, you know, until the book comes out, you never really know, is an author really going to do it? So Mara wrote this book. We did most of the interviews um, by email and then a few by phone. And about two months ago, I get an email from her, by the way, the book is done and I'm mailing you a couple copies. So in early February, I received a small box and in it was this beautifully illustrated book called Try It! How Frida Kaplan Changed the Way We Eat. 
and it's a children's book for ages three through eight um, telling the story of my mom and how she started on the LA produce market, some of the more than 200 products that we've introduced in the last 59 years. By the way, we just celebrated 59 years. And it's so exciting. And I know... I mean, we've been promoting a little bit on our personal social media accounts and business, and it's been written up in the L.A. Times, and I I suspect it might get an award or two, but if people listening would like to order it, if if you want to, you can order it on Amazon, or if you want to order through a private bookseller, the website bookshop.org has the book. And it's um, it's out of print. They ran out. We sold so many were sold on the occasion of our anniversary that they've had to reprint it. They but burned it should up be the printing available. presses. Yes. It was so funny. I had friends that said I went online to order and it wouldn't let me order. It said it was back ordered. So it's really adorable. And and this is without ever meeting us. Only seeing photographs that they found on the web or articles we sent them. They have th- this gal Giselle who did the illustrations has my mom dressed in purple um tasting a kiwi and mushrooms and you know kawano melons and cherimoyas and it's just absolutely a delight so it's been very fun kind of bittersweet because mom didn't know about it but really fun well you know it's a great way to honor her memory it's a great way to get kids interested in other produce items rather than the ones that their parents always bring home there's so much that this book can in is probably already in the process of doing is fantastic. Yes, I think one of the ways that, you know, we can change the way America eats and and change it to be a little healthier is to introduce kids at a young age. And the book is really approachable, really authentic. And it's got, I'm looking at it right now, it's got purple asparagus and green cauliflower and purple potatoes and dragon fruit. And what kid would not love these crazy looking items, you know, produce items that they, that they've probably never tried. You know, one thing that always kind of perplexed me, and you know, forever and ever and ever, I was with Whole Foods Market, and I was on the floor of the produce department pretty much every day, and face-to-face with shoppers all the time. And I'd be, you know, cooking and sampling and, and doing all of that. And the one thing that used to kind of drive me nuts, and I would actually, you know, I got a big mouth, and I would actually say something kind of nice, but I'd be sampling something. And say, you know, a pop or a mom with their kid or kids would come up to the sample table and I'd have this or that or whatever it would be. And I can't tell you how many times the the father or the mother would say, oh, no, you're not going to like that. And I, I said, oh, no, you're not going to like that to the kid. And, oh, wow. Yeah, to the <laughs> kid, they would say to their at kid, an early age. yeah, oh, you're not going to like that. And sometimes what I would say to the parent, I'd say, you know, I'm sure you, you kind of mean well, but all the stuff that I've got on my table here, it's all real tasty and pretty. But if their authority figure tells them they're not going to like it, of course they're not going to like it. So, you know, and then on the other end of the scale, I would have folks that would really encourage their kids to, tr- you know, to try something else, which is why the three of us have been doing what we've been doing for so long. It's 
introducing all sorts of folks, you know, young kids, old kids, to all this great stuff that's available for us to include in our diet. Yes, you know, I, I found that just exactly what you've experienced, Guido, is that sometimes parents have those paradigms. So with my partner, we went to go visit his uh, family back in Virginia, and we went to the we went to Whole Foods and a couple other grocery stores, and I picked up a variety of the produce that I sell, and I did this taste test, and, you know, they were peering over my cutting board in the kitchen as I'm cutting up kawanos, two different colors, dragon fruit, some fresh lychee, mangosteen, Buddha's head and citrus. And then we did a cutting, you know, and then we did a tasting, like, what do you think it tastes like? Do you think you'd ever eat this? And that making it into a game mm-hmm. really, really made it super enjoyable. And then, of course, you know, I gave him a cute little t-shirt from Frida's, so they like that. <laughs> but I think, you know, if you give it, if you make it into a game with kids, as opposed to like, you have to eat it for dinner or dessert or whatever, I think it makes a big difference. Sure. Absolutely. Because once they get influenced by someone else or something, boy, oh boy, that can last a lifetime. You know, I think I'm going to try that game thing with, with my wife's youngest granddaughter who literally eats like a bird. Like, is she you know, four years be, old? She's, I think, six or seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was... You know, I say absolutely nothing because I'm, you know, I'm a manja guy. One of the most fun fruits to try with kids, well, two of them, are kumquats and mandarin quats. Yeah. So, of course, kumquats are those mini oranges. So, right. if you have a child that's, let's say, four, five, six, or seven, and you say, hey, here's a little orange that's just your size, and they can play with it, they can roll it around on the table, and then you can tell them they're inside out oranges that you actually eat the skin and you don't have to eat the inside and of course mandarin quats which we've just had a huge crop of this year oh i bought a lot of those too is a, is a cross between a mandarin, like a full-size orange, and a kumquat. And those are you just pop in your mouth. But I would think like the, there's some miniature vegetables that make them approachable for kids. There you go. And, and maybe like purple cauliflower. Like yes. I'm seeing, like, like I'm seeing, uh, I'm, folks, I'm cheating here, see, because I got Frida's specialty produce website up on my little screen here. Why, and you like cheater, I, you? Yeah. Right, <laughs> and, and, the pur- and the purple cauliflower is made up into hair on this beautiful character of a woman and I'm jealous because I've got no hair. So for um, Nash- International Women's Day, Women's Month rather for the m- month of March through in our Instagram and Facebook accounts and then on our website, our inside graphic designer did a couple um, caricatures of people using produce. So the lady with the purple hair, that's supposed to be my mom, Frida Kaplan with the, cur- she, has, she had naturally curly hair, not quite as curly as mine. Then we did a caricature with our purple sweet potatoes of RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And then finally, with our red dragon fruit and our pomelos, we did um, Amanda Gorman, the poet laureate that spoke at the inauguration. And we got such incredible response from people because it makes produce fun and approachable, right? You can relate to it. You know what? I want to encourage folks to go visit Frida's.com. It's F as in Frank, R-I-E-D-A-S.com. Because you've got some absolutely beautiful looking food. I mean. Thank you. Oh, look at, just like the carrot turmeric smoothie, pineapple ginger smoothie. Man, that, that sounds really, t- yeah, no, all this stuff looks delightful. Speaking of all these goodies, Karen, what are you folks offering out there that you are particularly fond of, you've been cooking lately, you think is just swell for people to put into their diet. Just swell? Things that are just swell? <laughs> Things that are swell. 
Isn't well, swe- Guido. Is, is, things that are neato. Su- things that isn't, are groovy. Isn't, yeah. isn't swell high enough on the I want to buy it uh, scale? It is. That's so cute. I haven't heard swell for such a long time. Oh, yeah, well, I'm, old. See, I'm old. My my daughter says that. She goes, Pop, where do you come up with this stuff? And I tell her, I've been working for a very, very long time. And I used when I started working, I worked with old guys. So I got an old uh, vernacular. Anyway. Yes. So the things, the produce that we sell that I would class as swell or cool or neato. So, um, you know, our our number one bestseller is right on the top of the list for me, and that's dragon fruit. And we're actually selling three separate varieties of dragon fruit in multiple colors and shapes where 15 years ago when we may have done a radio show there weren't that many varieties available so now there are so and actually we've named them so we have the honey dragons and they're just in market right now with these beautiful labels honey dragons dragon fruit they're from ecuador they're yellow on the outside white on the inside and something very unique about dragon fruit they have fantastic flavor because the number one but it's one pretty complaint, mild though isn't it dragon fruit um it's sweeter than a kiwi fruit. So that's been our number one feedback, Dan, is, you know, dragon fruit really doesn't have much flavor. So we actually searched the world, literally, mm. and uh-huh. found that the most flavorful dragon fruit is the yellow skin with the white flesh grown in Ecuador. So we're now one of the largest importers of yellow dragon fruit from Ecuador in the United States. And you can find them at almost every store. So whether you're shopping, can I mention names? Is that okay? Sure, Sure. go right ahead. Okay, so like even, even Costco and Whole Foods have our dragon fruit. Costco, boy, that's something. That's yes, wonderful. it is, and which is amazing. So, so that's the honey, honey dragons. Then the snow dragons are white on the inside, red on the outside. They're kind of mild. And then the fire dragons, which will come in the summertime, those are red on the inside, red on the outside. They're not spicy. We just call them fire dragons. Right. And those are from Nicaragua, and those are also pretty sweet, but they're not as sweet as the honey dragons. So that's my number one on the top of my list of swell things. All yeah, right. Okay. That is Jerry Boss, man. Yes. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I, 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 I'm sure I'm going to get ribbed for the next uh, 16 or 26 minutes about that swell. Okay, go ahead. Okay. I've been guilty okay, of using right. it too, Guido, so, so don't okay, worry. I'm, I'm just here. I'm taking control. Okay, again. So, because so, you said I was the boss. So, um, we can take a break and come back, and then yeah. I'll, I'll tantalize you with my next swell item. All right. That Excellent. sounds groovy to me. All right, folks. Our guest is Karen Kaplan from Frida's Specialty Produce you've bought any produce in the stores and look around, you know the Frida's label with a purple heart on it. We'll be back right after this. Children learn from role models, so show yours how to eat right. This is registered dietitian nutritionist Toby Smithson. Serve your family a variety of helpful foods at mealtime. Kids will be able to find favorites that way. And respect your child's preferences for what they do and don't want to eat. Try having your child help prepare each meal. Children may be willing to eat something new if they help make it. For more ideas from a registered dietitian nutritionist near you, visit kidseatright.org. 
Hey folks, Dan the Produce Man here for Your Natural Healthcare CBD products. Your Natural Healthcare CBD products are made in small batches, not in some giant manufacturing facility. Special care and attention goes into each batch that's made of Your Natural Healthcare CBD products. Your Natural Healthcare CBD products are isolate crystals, so there's no fillers. This is no drugstore CBD. This is the real deal, so a little goes a long way. Don't live with the pain. Get back in the game with your natural health care. Check out what our agent Danielle has to say. Once at a street fair, an elderly woman sampled our nano CBD lotion on her hands. It was obviously uncomfortable for her. However, she continued to rub it in gently and thoroughly. After a minute or so, she began flexing her fingers wide and she leaned into me, affectionately grabbed both of my hands firmly and with tears in her eyes, she shared that she hadn't been able to hold her grandson's hands this time for years since her arthritis had spread. And now she can, with joy, without wincing when he squeezes back. She even joked, if I rub it in on my knees, would I be able to keep up with him too? Log on to yournaturalhealthcare.com and use code DD20 bucks to get $20 off your first order. That's yournaturalhealthcare.com. Code DD20 bucks. Yournaturalhealthcare.com. Code DD20 bucks to get $20 off your first order, yournaturalhealthcare.com, and start feeling great today. Now back to the produce pair. She was from Guatemala, from the deep down hairy jungle. I met her in the exotic fruit section in your local grocery market. I love her on Monday, I need her on Tuesday, I want her on Wednesday, I crave for her on Thursday. Back with Karen Kaplan here on the Produce Pair. I'm Dan, the Produce Man, along with Guido the Gardener. And Karen, we were talking about these swell uh, dragon fruits that you have in the market. What else do you have? Well, that would we sell about a, a hundred different products. Sure. But one of go the go ahead. Bet- Start with number two now and go down to hundred. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. But thank you for asking. <laughs> so actually. Another big surprise, and we really think it has to do with the pandemic, has been the growth and popularity of turmeric. Yeah. So turmeric, oh, yeah. which is spelled T-U-R, like turmeric, T-U-R-M-E-R-I-C, is a root that looks a lot like ginger root, except it's orange on the inside. And it's usually a little smaller in, in size than ginger root, is um, an anti-inflammatory vegetable. So it actually has a lot of health qualities. I, I don't know all, every single one of the health qualities, but I'm sure people have heard of turmeric and take turmeric, like in the powder form, or they might buy a ginger shot, uh, excuse me, a turmeric shot somewhere. They'll know all the health benefits. If is we import turmeric from Fiji, and that's nice. where the most beautiful turmeric in the world comes from and we've seen like so much popularity again I'm not I'm not here promoting Costco but this is one of the fruits and vegetables that they put in their stores and have been super successful and and many of our other retail partners around the United States also have had success but turmeric's been a big surprise we've been selling it for well over a dozen years but thanks to the pandemic things like ginger root and turmeric and all citrus fruits have become even more popular yeah my wife every morning she's got the powder and and uh, she mixes it in some concoction 
concoction that smells funny, but it's good for her. It's good for her joints. So, see what you might want to mention to her if she does a, a green smoothie or, or a drink is to take the the fresh turmeric. Which always, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables always have the most superior nutritional benefits and qualities. Sure. Is yeah. to if she juices, put them, you know, to juice them. But of course, know that when you cut them open, that orange color sometimes comes off on your fingers. Well, the other thing with turmeric is one, I think, with the root, you it, you have to heat it up a little bit for those nutrients to come out to be effective. I like to simmer it just a little bit so that it opens up all the avenues for the nutrients. Then the other thing is is if you're going to juice turmeric, like just put the root straight in to your juicer, be very careful how much you use. One, it's very powerful. Not just powerful in flavor and strength and pungency, but powerful in the nutrients as well. It will also, if you're not careful, it will gum up your juicer if you put too much in. I made a mistake of wanting to make this bottle of turmeric, and I can't remember what the other things were, but I was going to make just the straight juice along with, I think, lemons or something else. And then I was going to, I was making a concentrate. And then I was going to add that to my juice every day. And I made the mistake of running all that turmeric through my juicer. And boy, did it gum it up pretty good. So if you're juicing like celery and cabbage and kales and, and chards and spinach and things, you want to throw pieces of it in with that so that it juices up and then the other vegetables clean up the gum. I'm glad uh, to know that. Too. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, was, I didn't realize that. Was that heck of an experience, let me tell you. Fun fact <laughs> about turmeric. Can we talk about one of my absolute all-time top favorite foods are those purple sweet potatoes. Yes, we Jeez. do. Oh, I love those. I just, you know, I'll just scrub them clean, leave the skins on, maybe rub them down in a little olive oil, and I just bake them. And I don't care if it's 92 and a half degrees outside, I'll bake those in the oven as opposed to like pan frying or steaming them. I'm sure you guys move quite a few of those purple sweet potatoes. Yes, we do. So these are the Stokes Purple Sweet Potatoes. And the reason I mentioned the actual trademark name, Stokes Purple Sweet Potatoes, is this is a very special variety that's unique because there are other purple sweet potatoes out there that don't have the same flavor and the same color and the same all the same nutritional information. But we've been marketing these Stokes Purple Sweet Potatoes, gosh, for at least 11 or 12 years now. And there's such a great following because they do have the firmness that a regular sweet potato doesn't have. They have an earthiness, which a regular orange sweet potato um, doesn't have. Yeah. And they, they kind of stay with you. And what we found is two things really made them popular. One, the book, The Blue Zones by Dan Bootner, which talked about places around the world where people live to be more than 100. Mm -hmm. And um, in Okinawa, Japan, one of the things mm -hmm. that all those people had in common is they eat more than a, a pound of these purple sweet potatoes every day. So if you want to live to more than 100, you might want to eat some purple sweet potatoes. And then the yeah. other group of people were high-performance athletes that they that they told us, marathoners and bike riders and swimmers, is they just love the purple sweet potatoes. Just there's something about them that just stayed with them and gave them an extra bit of energy. 
Well, yeah, it has no, a lot I, of nutrition I, in it. That, that's for sure. Oh, You've got the... for sure. Abs- no, absolutely. And now Stokes is actually a, a long, long time well-established seed company. And I think they were the ones that actually, I don't know if they perfected it, but they developed that, they did. that variety, Stokes. Because yeah, I can remember st- buying Stokes seeds. They still, they're still around. So um, Stokes is named after Stokes County in North Carolina. And actually the grower that's right up there in Livingston, right near where all of you are, yeah. they actually bought the company and the rights to the seeds a few years ago. We're still good friends with the folks who started um, Stokes, the Stokes Purple Sweet Potatoes, but they're grown in California. The best quality of many fruits and vegetables are grown right here in California. So yes, the Variety has been around for a long time, and we're really proud that we've been able to, you know, represent them. And um, and actually, this year they're so popular that we're anticipating selling out for the season by the end of June. So wow. there may be there may be a summer where you won't be able to grill the Stokes purple sweet potatoes. You're going to have to wait till the new crop comes in at yeah. the end of August. Yeah, that's actually yeah, better. You, you clean up the old crop and uh, yeah. start out fresh with the new crop. But I get it. I remember buying a bin of number two. I don't know how it happened, but they were number two Stokes sweet potatoes. When I say number two, I don't mean number two in condition. I mean number two in just form. Okay. The shape. Correct. So They were goofy looking. Yeah, just really goofy looking. Um, okay. Anyway, and I put them out there <laughs> in my store, and I had like five pounds for a dollar. Stokes purple sweet potatoes. What are these? I had to you know, cut a bunch open and then cook some inside the office um, in the coffee maker. No, we cooked them <laughs> in the little oven that we had. <laughs> which, which, which actually works, you know. And sampled them out, too, and people were just going nuts over those. I remember that was a great... But, you know, those little occurrences just happen every once in a while. You run into something somebody threw into a bin for one reason or another didn't go where it was supposed to go or whatever happened and I would end up with it. So, you know, it's I think it's a um, something to note that Stokes purple sweet potatoes are not the same as purple potatoes because sometimes people will refer to these as purple potatoes and I'm like, oh. no, 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 they're a sweet potato, a sweet potato family. So you've got the purple skinned, purple flush, purple potatoes, which taste like a regular, like a pretty dry russet. And then you have the purple sweet potatoes, which are firm like a potato, but they have that kind of earthiness that a, that a sweet potato has. So it's different than a regular purple potato. Right. Yeah, and and they, it's the deepest you know, color, deepest color out of them all. Yeah. It's like and, fluorescent purple. Yeah. Really yeah I, and I know, hey, folks, we've been going on and on about these Stokes sweet potatoes, but they're well worth more than a mention, and they're well worth putting Frida Stokes purple potatoes in your shopping cart because not, you know, not only do they bake, you can put them on a mandolin and fry them up as, as chips. You can julienne them and have them as fries. They're an exceptional food. Well, thank you guys. You're so nice to talk about our like our number one top seller product <laughs> like that. Right now, Karen, we're heading towards the end of April here, and we're getting ready for local fruit. What are some of the specialty stone fruit items that you may have? Summer fruits. Well, actually, we don't sell very many varieties of specialty stone fruit, but you are in luck because coming from the Brentwood area, we work with a small family farmer, and we have white apricots called angel cots because they're so sweet they're like an an angel sent them unfortunately i saw pictures over the weekend 
where high winds hit your area and in the last week and they knocked a lot of the fruit, the baby fruits off the tree. Like it was really sad, really sad to see the photographs. But typically at the very last week of June, all the way for two or three weeks through July, we will market these beautiful angel cots. They stay mostly in the Western United States because we just don't have that many, that many of them. And they're very delicate too. They are all of our local customers, um, like Whole Foods, um, the Kroger stores, so they might be Ralph's or Food for Less. Um, some of the other uh, special markets up in the Bay Area. And then um, Trader Joe's and some markets, I think I said Whole Foods, they all they all will have them. But they're like in and out. Yeah. I got to plug and my old store too, Dan's Farmer's Market here on the Isla Style, which is owned by my buddy Chewy now. And then, of course, the, here in the Bay Area would be Monterey Market and uh, the giant Berkeley Bowl as well. We'll have them. Thank you for reminding me. I forgot about that. Mm. Hey, Karen, are there any food items out there that you're looking to bring into the Frida's Fold? You know, like little hints of what maybe we could look forward to from Frida's that you're that that you're willing to share. That you could talk about. <laughs> yeah. So really, well, I, I obviously can't talk into great detail about it but what we're trying to do is be really sensitive to what it's like for um, supermarket produce people to to put out produce in the stores and what we found especially after a year of the pandemic is you know retail or supermarket buyers um, and produce managers are really selective they want food that tastes good they want food that has Good nutritional quality, maybe that's eye-catching, like the Stokes Purple Sweet Potato, but there isn't the um, the appetite anymore for, you know, 500 varieties of tomatoes yeah. in the store. I mean, I'm just being realistic yeah. as a business yeah. person. Yeah, that's more of a farmer's market thing. Right, exactly. Yeah. And and so what we've tried to do is take some of the foods. We spent a lot of time on research and and looking at paying attention to what consumers want. It was we're finding trying to find ways to introduce and do some kind of um, packaging or you know new approaches to introduce products into the marketplace. Like so, for example, we've been selling kumquats probably for all 59 years that we've been in business, but it's been only the last year or two that we've had broad distribution because we've been working with all of our farmers and every year we get them to, to plant a few more trees and then in three to five years, then they start having fruit. And we're starting to develop recipes and get information out to more stores. And you're going to see actually in this this winter, so 2022, you'll see our new marketing campaign for kumquats. Well, I can't great. tell you what the name is, though. It's really amazing. But, you know, the saying, everything old is new again. Yeah. It, fe- it feels like that's what's happened, yeah. is that it's not that they want um, more unusual fruits and vegetables is that we're taking a view back to what has good flavor, what has good nutrition, what's pretty colorful and interesting, and really putting a new spin on it. Kumquats are one of my favorites. I will, especially the the nagami, the oblong one with the most juice. Mm -hmm. There's some that are very pithy that I don't care for. But the nagami kumquat, I eat that all throughout the season. I put up a little Instagram post showing people how to eat them, you know, to roll them around first a little bit, get the oils to the surface, and and then pop them in your mouth so you get the sweetness and then the tart. And uh, people sent me messages like crazy on that. Wow, what are these things? 
So I used to like to take a pomelo on a kumquat and hold them in my hands and show people. And the kids. I know. We'd go to the <laughs> yeah. classroom. And here's the baby and here's the biggest yeah. one ever. Exactly. And they're related. Yeah, yeah it's really a trip. So mm. good kumquats. And, and those mandarin quats, the ones that you had, I don't know the variety, but I, I picked up a bag of those and then I went back and bought three more bags and just ate those like candy. Absolutely delicious. Well, I think I didn't even know this, but I mean, we found out that most citrus skin is edible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so on the mandarin quads, I mean, we've always eaten the skin of the kumquats, right? But sure. you can eat you can eat the whole mandarin quad. And actually, one of the new fruits that we've introduced in the last couple of years is called lemonade lemons. Oh, right. Have you heard yeah, of those? Yeah, I grabbed a bag of those too. Yes. Well, good. So those are like a lemon that's sweet, like they taste like lemonade, and you can eat the outside skin. Nice. So, which is where all the nutrition is, honestly. Actually, those yeah, because if, like if, if you figure you use, like you mentioned er, earlier, uh, the Buddha's hand, use the Buddha hand for for the zest. Uh, you got zest from Meyer lemons. There's orange zest. So sure, the 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 skin of citrus. You mentioned something. What's old is new, and yeah, something popped into my head. And I'm gonna mention the produce item kind of at the end of my spiel. But there was a produce item that it, it's ancient. It's been around for probably five thousand years, and. A certain amount of folks always grew this fruit, but you couldn't sell it. You couldn't give it. A, you could barely give it away, and it was mainly planted here in California as a windbreak. Oh yeah. Until somebody came up with a goofy-looking bottle, and squeezed the juice, and I'm talking about pomegranates. Now I haven't seen a graph, but if you go back, I don't know, twelve or fifteen years, you could barely sell pomegranates, and now you got pomegranates, and absolutely everything like your turmeric uh you had it forever and and something new and other qualities and now you can get it into more people's hands which is terrific so it's so funny so i um i grew up you know my mom lived in the house that we grew up in until she passed away and in the backyard when my parents moved into this house this is 1958 is in the backyard my mom was not even in the produce business they planted at the back of the yard pomegranate trees interspersed with vajoa mm. bushes, which is mm -hmm. like the pineapple guava. So for Halloween every year, <laughs> where everyone else gave out candy, oh, we we picked the pomegranates and my mom, you know, she was so naive. So she would we would give out pomegranates. So you know what kids do with pomegranates, they don't smash you? Them. Oh, they, yeah, they yeah, they smash throw them at each other. Oh, and so yeah. um, one of the things I love about Facebook is I'm connected with so many people that I grew up with. So this guy that I went to high school with sent me a message. Um, I think right after my mom passed away and said, oh, my God, I wish I could have thanked your mom for all those pomegranates that I threw at all my friends in the neighborhood. I still remember that. So I'm sure that's not what yeah. anyone wants to be done with pomegranates now. But, but I remember it brings people, back a lot of memories. Yeah. I remember folks eating pomegranates quite a bit, though, when I was in, in grade school, Guido. And, of course, coming from an Armenian background, that's a symbol of the country. Yeah. But uh, it's a symbol of fertility for the Armenian country. But it was the nutritional benefits of pomegranates. Once those came to the surface and, yeah. and started becoming advertised and promoted out there, then people, then that's when it really took off. Mm -hmm. yes. Okay, so do you want a fun fact on pomegranates? Please. Yes. Okay. Now, now Besides going to your house on Halloween. <laughs> okay, no, fun fact. Okay, so fun fact that there's supposedly 613 
613 pomegranate arrows inside each pomegranate, and 613 is how many commandments there are in the Old Testament. Oh my See, heavens. There you go. Did you know that? Wow. Which, which I which I have broken 612. <laughs> Well, actually, there are 613 seeds in the pomegranate. Every pomegranate I ever buy before I consume it, I count to make sure. You I, count them. I, yes, I want to make sure, sure they didn't chip me a seed. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're so they're funny. Yeah. We're talking with Karen Kaplan here from Frida's Specialty Produce. There's enough stuff at Frida's to start a new planet, let me tell you. And I remember you telling us that, too, about different planets and your produce. And maybe we can talk a little bit about that when we come back. Don't go away. Dan and Guido will be right back. Hey folks, Dan the Produce Man here. Thank you for tuning in to the Produce Pair Podcast. Be sure to check out our Facebook page and our Instagram page and join the over 7 million people who have viewed the Dan the Produce Man YouTube page. Guido and I show you tips on fresh fruits and vegetables and all kinds of other great goodies. So while you're not listening to the podcast, you can tune into our YouTube page and connect with us on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Stick around. The Produce Pair will be right back. There's a crisis in America. More than half of us are overweight. The advice experts agree on is to eat more fruits and vegetables as part of a healthy diet and be physically active. Eating five to nine servings of colorful fruits and vegetables and being active every day will help our kids stay healthy and fit. Eat smarter, be active, and get healthy, America. Because the figures don't lie. Hey folks, Dan the Produce Man here for Your Natural Healthcare CBD products. Your Natural Healthcare CBD products are made in small batches, not in some giant manufacturing facility. Special care and attention goes into each batch that's made of Your Natural Healthcare CBD product. Your Natural Healthcare CBD products are isolate crystals, so there's no fillers. This is no drugstore CBD. This is the real deal, so a little go a long way. Don't live with the pain. Get back in the game with Your Natural Healthcare. Log on to yournaturalhealthcare.com and use code DD20 bucks to get $20 off your first order. That's yournaturalhealthcare.com. Code DD20 bucks. Yournaturalhealthcare.com. Code DD20 bucks to get $20 off your first order. Yournaturalhealthcare.com and start feeling great to Day. You guys are fantastic, really. The produce pair, are they fantastic or what? Mangoes by a chestnuts from the fire in my house of straw. I have so much more. Welcome back to the produce pair. Dan the Produce Man, along with Guido the Gardener and Karen Kaplan from Frida's Specialty Produce is with us today. And before we took the break, yes, I did say that, well, I didn't say your produce is out of this world, but I'll say it now. Um, but your produce <laughs> has visited other planets, at least in some form or another, correct? Yes. Oh, my God. You make me laugh so hard, Dan. Um, so years ago, and this is, gosh, maybe 15, 20 years ago, when um, Star War, Star Trek, what was it called? Which there was like the next adventure, whatever it was called. The, 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 the prop guy from the 
studio would shop. I remember his name still is Fernando Sepulveda. I remember his name <laughs> is is he would come shop in our warehouse and pick out the weirdest things like horn melons and daikon and aloe vera leaves. And then he would take them back to the studio and then they would spray paint them like gold or green or whatever. And I remember we did an advertising campaign one time inside the industry and said, even Star Wars or Star Trek shops at Frida's. So it was really fun. It was really fun. And now all of that is is just day-to-day food. It is. Yeah. And it's, yeah. and it's so real we're color. all out of this world. <laughs> yes, that's right. You know... Karen, you would be a guest on the Produce Pair radio show frequently uh, when we did it. And there was one time we had you booked and scheduled, and something came up. I think you had to speak, um, which you do do, and we haven't mentioned that, but you had to speak at a convention of some sort. Anyway, so your mom filled in, Frida herself. And we actually have that show in our archives here because... What happens is sometimes if it's a holiday week or we want to do something different and not record a podcast that week, I break out one of our better shows from the old days, edit it up, and put it up as part of the Blast from the Past series on our podcast page. And so we have that show with Frida, and my wife at the time was... The engineer. <laughs> I, I was I, I was not going to touch that line. I was, I'm oh, not, my I'm God. Sta- I am staying out of this one. Go, Dan, go we ahead. have more in common than you would ever know. But yeah. I never had a wife. Yeah, get in, get in line. Okay. Sorry. Well, anyway, she wanted to be part of the show and, and help out. And I we were doing live remotes at the time. So this was prior to uh, the Universal Talk going into the studio every week. And... So I said to her, great, well, why don't you engineer the show? That way I don't, I can just be like Guido, just sit there and talk. And I don't have to worry about any of the controls dealing with the network or any of that. So that was, that's what happened on that show. She was engineering. But my ex-wife brought up a very good point at the end of that program. And she said, this company that handles all this specialty produce and has brought us all this fantastic different items all happened because a mom wanted to do something for her baby. She wanted to be able to breastfeed her baby at work and where she was working, they wouldn't allow it. So that is actually how this whole thing came about. And she said, that's absolutely amazing. And I, and I remember her saying and that. And that is, that is so true. And, and, you know, being the child that was, you know, the child that was breastfed, so my mom could get, and, and my mom ended up getting a different job um, right before my mom passed away. So in October of 2019, my mom received an award um, in the produce industry called the uh, Women's Catalyst Award. Yeah. And fortunately, the convention was held in Anaheim. So it was about five miles from where my mom lives and where our company is. And when they called and said, we want to give your mom this award, I'm like, well, she can't go. She broke her leg. You know, she's not going to be able to go accept it. And then I'm like, you know, wait, let me ask mom. So I said, hey, mom, you know, they want to give you this award. What do you think? She's like, well, absolutely. And that became her motivation. Nice. Okay. And then, so this is in October. So she is sitting, she was in a wheelchair because she had broken her leg. 
and she's 96, okay? And she's sitting there at the Anaheim Marriott, and I'm holding a microphone up to her mouth while she's speaking, and you couldn't, you couldn't even, you could hear a pin drop in the room because she was so mesmerizing to listen to. And uh, Queen Latifah, by the way, was the MC for the day. And so the Queen of Kiwi got introduced by Queen Latifah. It was pretty awesome. awesome. But afterwards, I received so many notes and emails from young women who are new mothers who said, wow, to, to hear that, you know, 50, 60 years ago, a mom made a choice so she could be a better mom or have a choice as a mom really, really inspires me. And it's so hard to believe, Dan and Guido, that like 60-ish years ago, that the, the challenges that working women, some of people face now, sure. are the same as my mom faced, you know, way back in the, in the 50s. So it was really neat. And, and, you know, my mom was just, you know, an amazing inspiring person and so this is a perfect segue for me to say that there is a full-length documentary film that was made about seven years ago about my mom and our company and our family and the documentary film is called fear no fruit uh, fear, yeah. fear no fruit the Frida Kaplan story. And if your listeners go to our website, which is Frida's.com, F-R-I-E-D-A-S.com, when you click on the website, we purchase the rights to the film. So we'll be able to offer it to anyone for free. It's it's listed as a pop-up on the lower right-hand corner. And anyone who wants can watch the film. It's 96 minutes. And my mom was 90 when the film was made. And it really is inspiring. Didn't you post that up somewhere at one time too? Because I thought I, I could have swore I saw that. Yeah, so so it's available on YouTube and other places, but um, but now we put it right on the website nice. that you can click through there. There you go. Fantastic. Well, Karen, it's always a blast having you on. I'm glad we were able to do it again. Absolutely. It's been a fun, fun time. I appreciate you being here, Karen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and so so much gratitude for you guys reaching out and bringing me back. So thank you. And like, like I said before, everything is good and well and going fantastic here at Frida's, and we're having so much fun. Continuing to change the way America eats. Whoopee! Yahoo! Yes, and that's what we're all about. And that, that's fantastic, Karen. We love you. Let's mention the book one more time. So the children's book called Try It, T-R-Y-I-T, exclamation mark, Try It, How Frida Kaplan Changed the Way We Eat, um, is available on any independent bookstore. You can buy it through them, through Amazon, and I forget the name of the other. It's called Good Books. What's it called? Bookshop.org. Bookshop.org. And it's fantastic. It's it's perfect for kids three to eight years old. And I just, while we were on the air, got an email from someone that got a, received a copy of the book and said that um, she gave it to her grandson, and he loved it because he saw a Buddha's hand citrus in the book and he remembers trying that in the last few months at his own home that's great which is wow. which is amazing what a connection i know so get that book folks and get it into the hands of your kids your grandkids your nieces and nephews and kids in the neighborhood into the school and to enjoy it get the kids eating the good specialty produce and who knows what will happen from there 
Karen, thank you so much. We really appreciate it, and um, hopefully we'll have you back again in the future. Absolutely, and I want you guys to stay groovy and swell. Darn and right. swell. Okay? And out, swell. Especially swell. All right, I can dig Karen, it. Karen, take care of yourself. Good luck to Thanks, you. Karen. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Until next week, I'm Dan the Produce Man, reminding you that it's always best when you get it fresh. And I'm Guido the Gardener. And I'll tell you what my Nona Bessie always told me. Manja! Hey folks, if you like what you heard today, stay connected with us on our Facebook page, The Produce Pair, and other social media outlets. Suggestions, comments, questions can all be directed to producepair at gmail.com. That's the word produce and the word pair, P-A-I-R, like a pair of produce guys. That's producepair at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll gather together again next week.